Welcome to Hot Springs Village Inside Out, a weekly podcast where Hot Springs Village, Arkansas is the star. Join me, Randy Cantrell, and my co-host Dennis Simpson as we discuss the history, facts, people, places, events, lots more surrounding Hot Springs Village, Arkansas. Visit the website at hotspringsvillageinsideout.com. Our guest today is Jeff Harrington. Jeff is the owner of Village True Value Home Center in Hot Springs Village, Arkansas. Welcome to another episode of Hot Springs Village Inside Out. Where Did you, you say episode? Episode. I said episode. You know what? I'm, go- I'm kidding. Go ahead. Keep going. <laughs> well, you know, yesterday, yesterday, it was. Uh, he did it was say episode though. I had said episode, but, yeah. but you know, some people let it slide, Randy, but no, no, you won't let it slide. No, cause it's too much fun. <laughs> too much Dennis fun Simpson to point here. it out. Dennis Simpson here with my friend and co-part, part, co-host, co-podcaster, <laughs> co-podcaster, yeah, Mr. Chief criticizer, Randy Cantrell, <laughs> Randy Cantrell, yeah. a delight. I, I'm going to take this episode. We're going to come to a screeching stop, but stop before we get to Mr. Jeff Harrington. And I'm going to turn to the audience and I'm going to say, thank you, Randy Cantrell. This would not happen. None of this would be going on without your expertise, your initiative, your help. Your I, I tell you what, people, I want you to hear something. I'm here today because I want to be. I want to work with this guy. And I hope I'm hearing repeatedly over and over how people are liking this broadcast. So it's a pleasure. Thank you, my friend. And let's move on to greater and bigger things. Mr. Jeff Harrington, you're standing in front of a big village true value. Where, where do you work, huh? <laughs> or you think? Well, I'm going to guess at it. The, I'm be- guess the best it. store in uh, Central Arkansas. The best store in the village. Well, welcome everybody to Mr. Jeff Harrington. Jeff is the owner of, as you know, Hot Springs Village True Value. I can't wait to hear the story. Number one, how you got here. But number two, what are the challenges of running a hardware store during a pandemic and a nationwide labor shortage? And a man, how do you do it? And how did you get here first? Well, uh, I got here uh, kind of via my mom. She uh, uh, lived in Pensacola, Florida. I, uh, uh, Hurricane Katrina came to New Orleans and a bunch of riffraff from New Orleans to Pensacola. She started looking for greener pastures and a good friend of hers who lived in Pensacola was from Arkansas, was moving back uh, and told her about the village. She came here and uh, decided to make the move. And uh, so I bought her a home here in 2008. and. From there, I would come visit two, three times a year. And uh, back in 2012, I was uh, visiting her and her neighbor was walking the dog. We stopped to say hi, chatted for a minute. Turned out he worked at this hardware store. So we chatted about the hardware store. I just come from a hardware uh, convention in Indianapolis. And uh, so we're talking hardware. And at the very end of it, he goes, it's for sale. So uh, I uh, thought, well, let me see what it's all about. And figure out. And it turned out Cooper, uh, you know, built the village. Uh, they own the store. This was the last of four of them they were trying to, to get rid of. And uh, they, uh, they were getting ready to shut this down if they couldn't find a buyer. And uh, so, um, yeah, a lot of people, I guess, have looked at it, but the lease was pretty tough that they had signed back in 2004. But fortunately, the owner of the uh, center here was looking to, to sell at least this portion of it because he needed um, some cash. And so we're able to work out a deal. So as I, I always tease about, uh, you know, I, uh, you know, found about this in mid-October, mid-November, they had an election in California that said those of us who worked really hard could even pay 2% more when we we're already paying the highest state income tax in the nation. And, 
And then two weeks later, I turned 50. And so instead of buying a Porsche for my midlife crisis, I bought a hardware store in Hot Springs Village, Arkansas. Now my whole goal is to make it a better investment than the Porsche. <laughs> <laughs> you, you sound infinitely practical Practical here. So where were you living before then? Were you living on the West Coast at that yeah, time? Yeah, living in San Diego area. I ended up there uh, with the Navy, grew up in uh, Southern California. And uh, so, uh, you know, when my mom first said Arkansas, I'm picturing probably the Delta area. <laughs> Had no clue as to how beautiful this side of the state is. And you know, I actually called the house that I bought her when I finally saw it, uh, you know, the tree house, because out the back, you know, it's on a hillside and you feel like you're living in a tree house. And it's gorgeous on that end. It really is. And it's funny you should say that, you know, and you noted this end of the state and it is. But I imagine and I, this is my perception of my perception of perceptions is that when a lot of times you say uh, uh, Arkansas, people hear banjos. It's, it's one of one of those things. Right. 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 Yeah. Especially if you're coming from the West Coast. But I mean, you had a preface because you know what your mom was like, but you, know, you, you confused me here for a second. You said you had just come from a hardware convention. I had. So I, I had gone to Indianapolis. I sold a lot of industrial and hardware supplies and, and all sorts of supplies to government customers. Oh, OK. In California. So, yeah. I, I wondered how you got. OK. So so there's a background in that. That makes some sense. But, yeah, now, but, but that wasn't retail. Let me tell you, a whole different animal. <laughs> it has a it has a different ring, doesn't it? Does it? Oh, it yeah. uh, uh, so are you built on walk-in? Are you built on commercial customers? What do you got? Um, I would say it's pretty a 50-50 mix. Um, you know, we kind of have two businesses. We have the contractor business um, that uh, does a lot of the building materials, and that's where they're focused on. And then we have the retail front end um, where we have, uh, you know, homeowners coming in. So it's, it's pretty much a 50-50 mix because those contractors are doing, you know, all the work for the folks who've gotten on in life who may not want to do as much do-it-yourself and as, uh, you know, they did in their, in their earlier days. And I'm one of those folks, you know, as I always tease, I'm, I'm a Tim, I'm not an Al, and uh, hire Al's to, uh, to help make sure we can take care of the, the, the Tims who walk in uh, or, uh, or, or, their, or their better halves, actually, so... Jeff, we talked to, you know, Greg Jones, uh, uh, the other week and all the problems with staffing and price fluctuations and whatnot. And even, even the rest compared to the restaurant game, I would suspect that in your arena, I could be wrong, but tell us more that you've experienced it even more. So with the vast variety of the things that you carry pricing, supply chain, as well as help. Well, sure. sure. I will tell you when, you know, March of uh, 2020, I didn't sleep for about a week wondering what was going to happen. Were we going to go into a deep depression? You know, who knew at that time? Couldn't have imagined that it would cause the nesting it did. And that nesting certainly um, was positive for our business, you know, incredibly positive. The industry as a whole was up, you know, you know significantly 30 to 50 percent, uh, according to you know, where you're at and what you were doing. But uh, that so that was the good story. And, and those sales and, and all that have allowed uh, our business to make some real nice improvements during that time. And we made a tremendous improvement just in time for this to happen. But given that, you know, the, uh, the supply chain issues have been difficult. Uh, you know, I, I look at all the empty pegs, as I call them, out of my store shelves. And we focus on trying to make sure we keep those not empty. And, uh, you know, where we'd have, you know, 50, 100 in a typical week, uh, you know, you know, a thousand, eleven hundred out of twenty-two thousand items. 
in a store. So it's a significant issue. And then volatility of pricing. Uh, everybody's aware how lumber pricing went crazy up and continue going crazy up. And then over the last six weeks, it's it's dropped by more than 50% pricing on lumber. So uh, so that has its challenges. And, you know, it's a commodity. And, you know, if I brought it in at this price and all of a sudden now we'll only sell it that, that, that provides challenges for us as well. So yeah, and they don't uh, but, price protect lumber. The last I heard, no, they do not. So, uh, <laughs> but you know, my feeling is as long as we're taking care of the community, uh, you know, I and, and, and my better half, uh, we're going to be well rewarded. And you know, I, I consider my role a stewardship. Uh, I, you know, I could not. I ended up buying this because I couldn't see this thing closing for a community that really needed it, and having the nearest hardware, you know, true home center, more than a hardware store, as I like to call our place. Uh, being, you know, 20 miles away or 30 miles away, according to which direction you went. The impact on your team, as far as, you know, the employees and and your ability to, to get and retain talent and everybody's facing this. I'm in Dallas, Fort Worth as we're hitting the record button. Uh, and it's, it's here, it's all across the country. It's everywhere. I believe I've been more fortunate than, than a lot of employers. Um, but we've had our turnover from it. That's, that's for sure. I would say, uh, you know, my suppliers like True Value and their big warehouse near you, um, you talk about having significant issues and trying right. to get employees and you know make sure that the right stuff gets picked and gets put on the truck and shows up on time and is here. They're even more, you know, stretched than, than we have been. Uh, we had our struggles and the fact that demand was so up, our, our traffic counts in here as far as, you know, customers coming in and going through the registers was way up and then trying to make sure we were staffed for that. And there were times where we we had struggles and issues with that. But I've got a, a great core set of people. Um, you know, my general manager, Matt Burr, he's been with this uh, enterprise for 25 years. He was with Cooper and then stayed on when I didn't. He started at 20 years old down in the lumber yard and has worked his way up and and does a great job day in, day out, making sure, uh, you know, that the, the block and attack when that needs to be done here gets done. And, and I've tried to bring some strategy and some other ways to improve and make sure we're not just, st- you know, staying at the same level good, but that we're looking at new ways to get better and better serve this community and, and really compete in an Amazon.com world. Yeah. And, you know, we talked about that the other day, Jeff, is that, you know, and I don't know if I saw that sent that to you too, Randy, but as of last month, Amazon actually did more gross sales than Walmart did, which, I mean, when would you ever have thought that Jeff really ever? I I do have a particular question because so when the pandemic hit, we had a DIY and improve your home thing, right? Yeah. Okay. Well, would you rather, and now we're having a, we got to build new houses thing. Which one is more beneficial? What would you rather have? Would you rather have DIYs or rather have new home contractors and new homes sales? Well, both, obviously. But if I, if I had to make a choice, um, you know, the in, in our business side, that the margins are better when you're dealing with you know the homeowners coming in, and uh, so it's not quite as good because contractors, it's their business, and they have to work on a harder, tighter margins. So, you know, it's, I guess, according to, you know, I'm trying to do the best I can to make this place as profitable as possible. And that way I can ensure that we continue to grow it, provide better service, do better for the community. And, well, uh, and, and I was just thinking to myself, the DIY project is more profitable, but it takes more handholding, right? 
it, it does. But that's, I think, where we kind of have our specialty that we're able to service our customers better than a big box. We're able to hold hands a little bit better than the big box stores. And, uh, but, uh, and it's all too easy at times. I, you know, I fixed a store twice. Uh, when I first bought in 2013, we did a mild upgrade when, we, we, uh, when I first came in in 2013. And then a major upgrade to the store that people saw happen in 2019. And with that, uh, you know, I've done the store twice. What I've really been working on in 2021 is trying to make the contractor experience and the lumber yard building material side have that same improvement we've seen on the front end. You know, I know there's a lot of, uh, of our homeowners who come in and they may not even know what size and how big our lumber yard is behind this whole center and, and the warehouse we have in here. So there's, there's a chunk of folks, if they walked in the door and I asked them, they wouldn't even know about uh, that back there. But, you know, that is a, a we can't survive without that. Yeah. We, we have yeah. to have both. Yeah. The, the front end wouldn't stand on its own, given its size. Yeah. Well, I was just going to make note, and I wanted to be very clear about this. Randy, I wanted you to hear this. When I walk into Village Hardware, these guys, A, know their stuff. B, they're genuinely friendly. And C, they really are helpful. Well, now I've got this. Well, now they've got this down here, but you need this. And if this is a piece, we can't. I mean, it doesn't matter that they make the sale. It matters that they help me. And I, I cannot, Randy, make a note about that for customer service, right? Yeah. That's It'll drive I mean. me nuts at times when I, uh, you know, ha have to hear them say, you know, my competitor down the street or, you know, somewhere else. But it's the right thing to do if we know they are able to service a customer and we can't. So, yeah. uh, you know, and, and it is, it's all about solving problems. We're here to solve problems. And uh, we work very hard to, to try to solve the problems of those folks who walk, you know, into the store. I mean, most people walk in the store aren't here because they want to be here. They're in here because something needs to be taken care of in their home. And we want to help solve that. And hopefully while they're here getting that solved, they'll see some other cool, neat stuff we've got and, and, and take that with them when they're going back home. Has this been your first foray into retail? Yeah, I guess so. I, I was uh, on, on a helicopter carrier. I was the uh, ship store officer. So I ran the stores on the carrier and, and did that. But that was a whole different animal than this. And, and, and there have been there have been certain challenges with retail that I didn't have when I was doing, you know, you know, business to government commercial sure. type sales in, in the past. Yeah, that's a captive audience right there, you know. Yeah. I, Randy, you'll enjoy this. I used to have a shirt when I did a lot of IT calls, and it said, I'm here because you broke something. So that's uh, something like yeah. that, Jeff. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. What's, so, been the big, what's been the biggest, what's been the biggest pleasant surprise? Pleasant surprise. Um, I, I'll tell you, it, but pleasant surprise, and this is beyond the store, but within the store too. I just can't tell you the people here. Um, it's just a, it's a different attitude, a different, maybe they're not all beating up, you know, busting butt so hard to beat the Joneses or whatever, but I just, I just genuinely like the people and whether it's my employees, whether it's the customers coming in, whether it's my neighbors in the village, you know, you know, and I, I'm going to, you know, I'll tell you, if you only read next door, you wouldn't want to be here. And, and it's a shame because it could be a good medium, but yeah. uh but I found nothing but people being genuinely nice and positive. And, you know, maybe it's folks who don't get out and about and have too much time on their hands. Is the other problem. But I've just found the folks here to be tremendous. And I always remember in my business, you know, we've got the 8,000 households inside the village. 
but I got 3,000 plus households outside the village right. and making sure that we're taking care of those folks too. So it's, it's, it's both the sets of customers. Well, that's why we are Hot Springs Village inside out because we're not just focused entirely inside, but it's also, I mean, you, you speak to the whole genesis of this podcast. You know, we started this podcast for the exact same thing that you just said. That's our observation. We love the place. I think it's just highly, highly valuable. It's gorgeous. It's beautiful. We're, we're blessed to either visit Airbnb it or be residents there. So that's the reason that we kind of put the tagline. This is where hot Springs village is the star. So yeah, we, we agree. Go ahead, Dennis. You got a question. No, I was just going to say, I think it may be time, Randy for the lightning round. Yeah, there you go. Dun, dun, dun. There you go. Okay. Before we, before we do that, Jeff, let's, uh, yeah, let's, let, let's, let's just shameless plug. Shameless. So yeah, shameless plug. Shameless. So we, we need to know where you're located. And so give us a web address and anything else that you want to give us. And, and we'll, uh, we'll wrap this up with a lightning round. Sounds great. So, uh, we're located right outside the West gate, 4650 North highway seven, right behind the Walgreens. Um, website, uh, is uh, villagehomecenter.com. And, uh, we're on Facebook at, uh, Village True Value Home Center. And I'm trying to think of anything else to plug, but, uh, you know, hopefully most of the folks listening to this will have been here. But if, uh, but it's amazing the people come in and we've been with our new format for two years and they go, wow, this place has really changed. So it's like, right. we've got to do a better job getting people in to see all the great changes <laughs> and what we have happened here. Yeah. Yeah. I ran a company for 20 years that was established in 1947 and we would still have people come out. I didn't know y'all were here. Like, yeah, well, yeah. We've only been here since 10 years before I was born. But, <laughs> and, yeah. and Randy and Randy, you made note, you, you spent how many millions of, of advertising per year and still they didn't know oh, you were there. Yeah. I mean, probably 1.5 anyway. Are you serious? You know, really? Every year. Oh yeah. 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 Wow. So Crazy. retail, retail, I'm a retail animal, Jeff. Sure. It, it's all I've I started selling hi-fi equipment when I was 15, but okay. that's another, that's another show. All that right. was another life ago. Yeah. Yeah. Hang on, I'm going to, I'm going to have, I'm going to interject for a sec. I'm going to have another question for you when Randy gets done that he doesn't even know about. So I'm in uh -oh. the wings. Uh-oh. Do you want to do that first or you want to do it? Last? Yeah, no, I'll tell you what, I'll get it out of the way. Yeah, go ahead. Jeff, would you be our reoccurring guest and hardware analyst so we can talk about home construction? I'd love to. Yeah, we would great. love to have you. Wouldn't that be great, Randy? Yeah, there you go. There you okay. go. That's good. All right. Before I do this, anything else that we didn't ask that we should have asked, what didn't we ask you that we should have asked you? Oh, I think the only other thing was just kind of future plans. And, oh, there uh, you go. We have things. So uh, I came dangerously close to asking you about your optimism for the rest of the year. So yeah, go ahead. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it's, it's mixed. Uh, yeah, <laughs> that's, that's for sure. And, uh, and being uh, with my military background, seeing the current news makes it a little tougher, but uh, yeah, I'm sure. So, uh, but uh, I'm optimistic about this area, and, and I am because of maybe how other places in our country are acting will help this place grow and grow tremendously. So, uh, but, uh, you know, the biggest thing that we've got in the hopper is we're, we're looking to uh, expand the store. We're going to be uh, um, building, hopefully, over the fall, winter here, um, an enclosing portion of our garden center. So we have a true outdoor living area, and, and so I'm I'm very, very excited about, uh, about that happening. And, um, your current square footage is, is what in the store? 17,000 square foot in the store. 
And uh, we have a 14,000 square foot warehouse behind us that handles our building materials and overstock and kind of stuff. And then a uh, huge, uh, huge lumber yard, uh, 400 foot long tea shed with all sorts of lumber sitting under it. That's well, awesome. you mentioned also the other day that you, you said there's a particularity to the village and that is pets and plants. Is that correct? Yeah, definitely. When, when I was uh, looking with true value came to me and talked about switching over and we really looked at the demographic. Uh, yeah, that's what they came back with pets and plants. So uh, um, I really grew the pet section. It hasn't taken off like I ha- had hoped. Um, so we're working on that. And, and I think you'll see some nice changes and, and, and a little bit different direction. I think we're going to try to become more like a mini, uh, a mini Atwoods and mini tractor supply in terms of more of a feed store type thing rather than, you know, uh, just pet or just cats and dogs. That's awesome. Okay. Lightning round. You ready? This will be quick and painless. All right. Hiking, hiking, boating, golf, or tennis. Oh, tennis. I'm on the tennis lake here and, uh, yeah, love tennis. Oh, look at you. And there's a great, great selection of folks here on that tennis lake. So great. It's a great group of guys. Awesome. Hamburger or taco taco beaches or woods. That's a hard one. I grew up on the beach and near the beach, love the beach, but I love the woods too. So I'm a, I hate to be indecisive on that one. That's it's according right. to the time of year and where comedy or mystery comedy appetizer or dessert dessert. All right. We got to ask, what would it be? What's your favorite uh, dessert? I'll tell you, I've got an addiction right now to bluebell ice cream. I don't know what it is. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> they put crack in that stuff. They put crack in it, there. It, I'm it sure. is. It, it there is an exceptional go. ice cream. And, and I go. have plenty of uh, tubs in my freezer <laughs> out in the garage to prove it. <laughs> I think I know the answer to this based on what I'm seeing, but I'll ask it anyway. Dress or casual? Oh, yeah, casual for sure. <laughs> reading, reading, watching, or listening? Um, I guess I'm a watcher. I hate to admit it, but That's all right. uh, I, I probably spend a lot of time on the tube when I do have free time. Stripes or plaids? Yeah, I like a little more interest plaid. <laughs> Favorite movie? Favorite movie? Because I watch so many movies and I love movies. Well, what movie have you seen the most? If you can't pick a favorite. Um... I'll tell you, in the, in the last decade, I thought the movie Lincoln was the, oh. the best movie of the last 10 years. That was, I just was, thought yeah. that was so incredibly well done. There you go. All right. We're music nerds around here. Favorite musician or band? Yeah, growing up, Sticks was my band, if I date myself Oh, look there. at him, man. He's gone <laughs> old school. Sticks. Sticks. <laughs> Dennis just went to see Kansas. Speaking of old school. Uh, I've Hang seen them recently. On yeah. my DVR, on my DVR, I have the 2006 performance of Sticks and the Contemporary Youth Orchestra. And <laughs> that if, is you, awesome. if you want to see, yeah, you've seen it. If you yeah. see 15 to 17 year old kids rocking their butts off to <laughs> your music, their parents are going, oh, yeah, Renegade, yeah. Tommy Shaw. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. yeah. Well, thanks for being here. Listen, we want to say thank you to to Jeff for being our guest. Thanks to our audience. And we want to remind you that we post every episode, every show in audio and in video at our website, hsvinsideout.com. We are the number one rated podcast about hot springs village and only, yeah, we're the only one, but that's okay. We still, we still claim it. 
So thanks for being with us, Jeff. Thanks to you, our audience. Visit the website, hsvinsideout.com. And I guess we're going to ask you today to join the Facebook group. You'll see a Facebook icon when you go to the, uh, the website. Just click on it. We'll let you in the group. It's a public group. And as long as you behave yourself, we'll let you stay in there. And everybody and we're does. Shooting, we're shooting for a thousand. We're, we're... Uh, as we hit the record button, and today is August the 19th, 2021. So yeah. that'll give you some time context for those that are you that are listening in the year 2025 to see this. The, Jeff's business is going to be way, way bigger by, <laughs> by the time you're watching this. But anyway, we appreciate you, everybody. Thanks. See ya. Thanks for listening to another episode of Hot Springs Village Inside Out a podcast where Hot Springs Village, Arkansas is the star. Please subscribe to the podcast. You can do that by visiting our website, hsvinsideout.com, and tell a friend.